Welcome in to another special edition of Sportball. The boys are back, baby. Year five, would you believe back that? Back and better than ever. It's been five years. I looked it up. Our first episode was October 25th, 2018. Jesus. Five years we've been grinding away. Not a nary a sponsor from DraftKings or anyone else. And yet we have more years away. than listeners. At this yeah, point. I was going to say, I don't even think we've grown our, our <laughs> listener base. It's despicable. At least Matt's still here, I assume. This has really just been a money drain. I haven't put any money into this. I don't know about you. You ask oh, us you... for money once every year. <laughs> yeah, but I just tell you that it goes to charity and then I <laughs> put it somewhere, <laughs> put it in my mattress. Um, Here we are. It's NFL preview pod time. The NFL season is starting and if we don't preview it, I don't know who will. Maybe every other podcast on the internet. <laughs> Pretty much. This Would is the best guys... one by far, though. Yeah. Would you guys like to say anything about your summer for the listeners before we hit the NFL? No. Cool. Kyle, well, you had a kid, Kyle... right? I've had a kid before we stopped recording them. Yeah. Okay. We I recorded a podcast where I came though. from the hospital one night. <laughs> that's right that's how dedicated we are people (laughs) all right cool sad i assume nothing new happens so just a good old summer of gallivanting around so wow incredible um well we're gonna go we're gonna pick all the playoff teams in the afc and the nfc and what's funny about it is they're gonna be exactly the right teams that's not you're not getting that elsewhere ready here first Uh, we're going to go over some player props. We're just going to have fun here. You know what I'm saying? Just good vibes only. Big departure from our usual setup. <laughs> Where we're super serious. Yeah. Should I mention to the listeners that I have a new microphone? I mean, it's pretty exciting. I'm sure they can tell already. <laughs> it has like a sneeze guard or whatever, so I could just I could just sneeze on it right now. I am a little bit mesmerized by the colors of it. That's for sure. Yeah. Shout out Alex and Leno. Who bought it for me at work? I hope they're listening, but they probably won't be. No. Uh, shout out Matt, though, right? Why? Hey, Matt. <laughs> All right. I want to hit the AFC first, if you'll allow me. I'll allow it. Thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna warn you that I'm starting off with the two toughest divisions mm. to pick in the NFL. <clears throat> These two are stacked on stacked on stacked. Let's start off with the AFC East. Now, we have the Bills. We have the Miami Dolphins. We have the Jets. We have the Patriots. All of whom, perhaps Patriots at least and Bills the most, might have a claim to this division. Seth, who did you go with? I mean, I feel like I have to see it before picking against the Bills here. But definitely the way you described it is they all have some kind of claim. Obviously, the Jets made the biggest splash of the offseason, bringing in Aaron Rodgers. And there's a lot of hype around that team, you know, being significantly better than last year. Got some big weapons. We'll see if Rodgers can. uh, We'll see if Rodgers can, you know, return to his earlier form. As an MVP, uh, that being said, I just we've seen it from the Bills, and so yeah, 
I'm, I'm not just going to pick away from them for the new shiny toy. Uh, right. And <clears throat> our, our boy, Sam, not Kyle's boy, Bill Simmons is all like, Oh, the Patriots are going good this year. I'm like, mm, I don't in one of the toughest divisions in football. I think they might be better than they were last year, but I don't really see it. I don't really see the Patriots being bad, but anything more than nine and eight might be a stretch in this division. The Patriots um, have the hardest strength of schedule in the NFL this year. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying that they just have, even in their own division, they have such a tough go of it. Um, yeah. I kind of agree with you, Seth. Like if you think about it, the bills had, had one of the toughest, they had the season from hell. Yes. Last year, almost with, you know, the DeMar Hamlin incident, there is that big shooting in Buffalo. There is that blizzard that killed a lot of people and they had to like, find a way to get out of their homes and they still went 13 and four. So and don't uh, forget about the fact that Josh Allen was injured for yes, part of the season exactly. played through it. Gabe Davis also injured after what, like three, three weeks into the season had a lingering ankle sprain with the rest of the way. <laughs> yeah. Like, and like, how can I expect them to not go 13 and four if none of that happens? And <laughs> there, there are certainly concerns, right? Kyle, you know, about, their playoff success, but, but Allen and McDermott are a regular season wins machine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think uh high bar for the bills this year. And I think they, they hit it, surpass it. I mean, they could honestly be in contention for, for best record. Um, if their defense stays healthy a little bit, but offense stays healthy. They're, they, uh, Diggs went there and, had a career year. Gabe Davis had a great year the next year. Then we had some injuries. If everything goes well, it all merges here this year. I think we're looking at maybe the best team in football. Well, record-wise. Yeah, I could definitely see it. Um, let's move on to the AFC North. The second toughest division, in my humble opinion, to figure out. You got the Bengals, you got the Ravens, you got the Steelers, you got the Browns. Seem like all four solid teams. We know the Bengals have a high upside. Kyle, why don't you tell me, why don't you just wax poetic about your your precious Bengals and why they're going to win the division this year? I had a really tough time here, um, actually. And I'm still not certain that I'm picking the Bengals to win this division. Dare wow, I said it? really? I mean, we're excited about Todd Munkin on the Ravens side, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not just that. Um, we got again, kind of similar to the Buffalo situation. What sounds like is a healthy Lamar Jackson. Um, we got Rashad Bateman. I think uh, is back, and he's not wide receiver one anymore. They got the electric rookie Zay Jones. Zay Jones. Zay Flowers. <laughs> my I'm mind, excited about him. My mind's on the. Uh, um, Jaguars apparently, but um <laughs> yeah, I think Zay Flowers is gonna be great. He's a yak machine. Um Mark Andrews, typical stud status, and obviously we know Monken is um he I want to say kind of revitalized that Browns offense uh, a couple years ago. Um and, and we know then, what he did with Georgia. What he did with Georgia, correct? Yes, and then he also was at um Jesus Christ, uh, Tampa Bay, I want to say, right? Mm -hmm. uh, kind of those years where we 
saw the real rise of Chris Godwin. So I think if we can get some utilization out of like a Zay Flowers, kind of how I think that was kind of the years that Godwin really transitioned to be a primary slot uh, possession receiver with extreme yak, yak ability. <laughs> I think that's what Zay <laughs> Flowers is. Um, so again, Baltimore's always got one of the top defenses in the leagues. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, too, add to that rushing attack, fully healthy, it sounds like, a year removed now, a year plus removed from that injury. So I just think they have all of the ingredients to win that division. Um, I guess the real thing, the the real question is, can they adapt to the Monken offense in year one, or is it going to take a year really to adjust? I'm not really expecting it to, as you could tell, but um, that's where I'm at on the bang on uh, the Bengals, on the Ravens. Ravens. Jesus Christ, I can't talk. It's gonna be very interesting, right? Because Monken, the, the reason we're so interested is they're supposed to be a, a much more fast-paced passing offense this year, whereas literally Greg Roman, their previous offensive coordinator, called their offense medieval as a compliment <laughs> last year. So <laughs> it's going to be way different. And, like, we hope Lamar's up to the task. Um, I think he will be, but it might be some growing pains. That's, that's kind of what I might, I might be factoring in if they don't win the division. But, man, it's a tough, tough, deep division. Seth, who, do you, who are you leaning towards? I am on board with everything Kyle said as a proud owner of Lamar Jackson on my guillotine league team. I hope that there aren't any growing pains and that we see, you know, improved passing attack overall. Um, Lamar Jackson owner elsewhere as well. So, yeah. That's all, brother. That being said, I think I would still give the tiebreaker to Cincy just because of their more recent success. Um, but yeah, I could see either of them winning the division. And I mean, Pittsburgh, like one of those teams, Mike Tomlin never had a losing record. So I don't think they're going to be in contention for the division, but they're going to be playing both those teams, you know, twice. And I'm sure they're going to be competitive it's just going to be interesting how that division shakes out. And yeah, I will certainly just be cheering for the Browns to go. Oh, and 17. So <laughs> hopefully that works out. Yeah. I have, for some reason, I tried to pick the record of every team in the league, even though I didn't like pick the game. So it doesn't actually add up at all, but I kind of see it like in this division, I have everyone going between nine and eight and 11 and six, because I couldn't, they're all just like good. You know what I mean? I think, Pittsburgh is going to be way improved on offense. Second year of Kenny Pickett. I think that the Browns will be solid. Obviously, I don't want them to be, but I think they will be. And the Ravens are going to have a much improved offense. And I think the Bengals, I mean, Joe Burrow equals 11 wins, in my opinion, just by stepping out of the field. Joey Burr, as they say. Um, We're hoping no, no shysty. <laughs> we're hoping no lingering effects from that. Uh, but that heel injury he had or calf or whatever it was something that could flare up, but he's Joe cool. He doesn't care about that. Yeah. I haven't heard when much he did... about it recently. I feel like he's fine. Yeah, yeah, I came I'm back with... to practice. I think the beginning of the week and no one's really said anything about it. So. Yeah. I mean, they, they did lose both their safeties, which could be a problem, but 
I'm not too worried about. They also got Orlando Brown Jr. to shore up that offensive line they were always bemoaning about. So I'm going to go Bengals a slight edge in, in the AFC North. AFC South, you're going to be surprised by my answer. <laughs> um, Houston Texans, baby. <laughs> I think we could probably all agree it's a two-team race between the Titans and the Jaguars. Um, I'll, let you, I'll let you start, Seth. You're going to go Titans? You All right, fine. I'll start. I'm going Titans. Now, I know the Jaguars are going to come up later. I'm not out on them. However, I do see a big, big... <laughs> I do see a big improvement from the Titans this year. Um, they had they led the NFL with 33 man games lost to injuries. That's man games, man plus games. They're under 39 of them. So they're the most injured team in the league last year. It's not going to happen again. They I 300 and 39 man games. Could I be any clearer oh about God. the stat? How does that make sense? Is that possible? Oh. So you add up one person the... misses the uh, an entire season. That's sixteen games. Yeah. Plus one because there's one man, so seventeen total. That's correct. Yeah. That's so a, finally that's a, someone gets it. That's a full season. Man so that game. means they had nineteen players out. Essentially, miss a full season. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> that wow, sense. that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> crunch. I'll crunch the numbers again, but that's what I came up with. Um, you crunch so, those numbers yourself. You don't or do trust you read me? the stats somewhere. <laughs> no, I read it somewhere, but I could crunch it right <clears throat> now. Don't don't even tell me. Um, I just feel like Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins still have it. Is that weird to think? I don't know. I just I just feel like they still got it. I mean, D Hop was like one of the best receivers in the league after coming back from suspension last year, and he's on the roids as we know. So that's got to help. And Derrick Henry doesn't need steroids because he's an alien. And his blood isn't the same as ours, so he should be fine. Ryan Tannehill's got one good year left in him. Okay, we all know it. And um, Mike Vrabel is one of the best coaches in the NFL. And he always adds a couple wins, two to three You're wins. You're not factoring year. in the fact that Taylor Luan's not there any longer. Yeah, because we literally we met Taylor Luan at a bar, and then a year later he was out of the NFL. Never played again. How does that happen? <laughs> we cursed him. So, we I don't really know. did. I don't feel like that strongly about it, but I think both the Titans and the Jaguars will be good in this division. And I think they'll both be 10 and 7, like 11 and 6 right up there. Kyle, what do you think? I know you love our boy Mike Vrabel. And yeah, I've always loved Vrabel, right? Yeah. Um, you know, funny enough, you say this because I, I too, am also. I think that Tennessee is like a dark horse to win this division, but I don't think I have the uh, the gumption or the gall to say that they will. Um, That's crazy because I have the least gumption or gall of anyone on the Zoom right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the Traylon Burks um, injury right over the offseason early in training camp um, sounds like he's going to be back week one. But really, is he going to be at 100%? Yeah. Um, we were really hoping for him to have the opportunity to break out this year. Uh, I don't know how much that opportunity presents itself now with Hopkins there to steal that additional target share. Uh, is Hopkins, I guess he didn't look washed last year, but um, I mean, I just feel like this team is just so old besides like Traylon Burks. They got that veteran guile. And Chig, Chigakonkwu, 
However you say I forgot to mention him. I fucking love that guy, dude. Yeah, but the thing is, is like they barely throw to tight ends. Vrabel's never really thrown to tight ends, even when they had. It's like a it's like a sports car. You bring it out of the garage, you know, every once in a while. And then, I mean, look, one of these years, Derrick Henry is going to decline. This Not man this year, baby. has probably ran a football more times than <laughs> any person has on this earth. I'm not kidding either. Have you seen him though? I don't. He's not care. like us. This is also. I mean, I, I. I don't trust their defense. I will say that. Now that doesn't strike confidence in me as well. That I think. I don't trust their offense nearly enough to stay in games if their defense isn't going to keep them in games. So all this to say, give me Trevor Lawrence and that boy, Calvin Ridley, back from banishment for betting on his boys. That's all he was doing. He was supporting the boys. for betting on his boys, baby. <laughs> Print the t-shirts. <laughs> um, I mean... I, I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe you're doing this right now either. After everything last year. With the Jags. Yes. With and the now Jaguars, he's hedging it again. So he can claim victory regardless. Well. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to pick a different team every year in this division. Is that illegal? Well, you're also, also hedging your bets saying you're you're still like the Jaguars, but. Also, I I did confirm it was 339 man games. So do the do what's going to happen here is he's just going to pick the Jags to be one of the wild card teams, and he's going to say, "See, I said they'd make the playoffs." Yeah. So what's going to happen is the Titans are going to win the division, the Jaguars are going to make the playoffs. I'm going to be right. I don't see a problem we'll with see. it. <sighs> Seth, any thoughts? I think this is one of those classic battles between. Does the old veteran squad have one more year left or will the young up and comers who have a bright future uh, take control of the division a little bit earlier than maybe we expect? And I agree with you. Like, I think it's probably going to be close. I do like the Titans. I think Derrick Henry is going to be good this year. I like Hopkins, but it's a little bit too risky just the potential for fall off combined with Tannehill at quarterback who I'm out on. Um, and then when you compare that to the incredible comeback of Calvin Ridley, which I think we were all heartened by his article in the players tribune about everything that he went through and just what that experience was like for him. Um, and like the injuries that he played through early on in his career and so I I feel like that break will do wonders for Calvin Ridley physically. Um, and by all accounts, he seems to be in a better place mentally as well. So I'm excited for what he's going to do this year. And then obviously, Trevor Lawrence being one of the most exciting young quarterbacks in the league. We all expect he'll take a step forward this year. So I don't know. It just seems like the Jags are on the rise. And... I'm not sure that the Titans can hold on for another year. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's not even another year. They didn't win the division last year or make the playoffs. So it would be a right a return to, to former glory. 
Um, AFC West. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Anyone going to tell me no? I mean, I've been riding with the Chargers, I think, as well for the last two years to win this division, and I'm going to do it again this year. <laughs> wow, oh, really? Make the yeah. case for the Chargers. Helen Moore. More is more, as we all know. So, um, More equals more points. We have Keenan Allen finish the year. Uh, probably one of statistically the best receivers in the league uh, last year. Yeah, very strong. Mike Williams, Keenan's got him. Keenan Kellen's got him playing uh, out of the slot. So we're going to have a big slot, big Mike season. I don't know what defenses are going to be able to match up with him out of the slot. Who's to say? Uh, you got a new uh, a happy Austin Eckler after kind of a little bit of you know back and forth on payment stuff early in the offseason. Um, and you just got Justin Herbert has another year under his belt. Uh, also, that defense when healthy is also one of the probably top four or five defenses in the NFL as well. And the thing is, obviously, everyone loves Patrick Mahomes. But similar to my thoughts on um, – holy shit, I can't think of anything tonight. Uh, my thoughts on the big dog out of Tennessee getting old. Derrick, uh, Henry. Derrick Henry, yes. Kelsey's um, going to decline, you know, take a step back at some point. Easy. And here's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> I think this year, probably more than last year, he's expected to be probably even more of a focal point with really extremely young receivers and I will, yeah, players, I will the receivers that didn't really play a whole lot last year. Obviously, you got year two of Sky Moore, but really, what did he do last year? Yeah. Nothing. Justin Ross finally probably gets a little bit of time in the NFL after being probably the best offensive player on Clemson when they were in the national championship a couple years ago before a bunch of injuries and stuff. But again, I don't think he's played an NFL game. Uh, not a lot of confidence out of Rashi Rice, who they just drafted. Man had hands of bricks during the preseason. So, I mean, like, we're really just banking on Patrick Mahomes being able to will the ball just into the chest of his receivers instead of them being able to use their hands to catch them. I'm just saying that assumption. <laughs> I'll bank on that any day. Yeah. yeah. I, I will admit that I am a little nervous. The chiefs have reached their breaking point of wide receivers when they're relying on sky Moore, Kadarius, Tony as their number one. But like, I feel like they've just said, like, this has been too easy the last couple of years. Let's just get, less credentialed receivers <laughs> every single year until we see when it doesn't work. Yeah, for real. And I think this game. is the year. It might not work. But then again, I got to keep it interesting. Tony's going to have like 12 touchdowns and I hope 900 so receiving yards. I, I can't stomach taking the Chargers in any capacity to have any success whatsoever again. I'm see, here's a, the I one thing can't. that they don't report on enough, and I need to know. Did they fire that goddamn doctor that's been stabbing people in the chest in, <laughs> in LA? Somebody get that man behind bars. I don't understand if how he's still. He's off that. the team. I'm all in. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm just making. I'm assuming 
he's got to be in a reduced capacity at least to this team. So plus more is more. <laughs> Seth, I'm going with with Reed and Mahomes equals 12 wins again. What what say you? Yeah, it's another one of those things where I am going to choose to be a year too late on predicting their demise rather than a year too early. And I'm just going to wait and see it. And I'll be probably picking the division for the Chiefs, at least until Kelsey retires, if not until Mahomes retires, unless something else drastically changes. So, yeah, I'll believe I always, see it. I always think in my mind's eye that I'm just good. I should just bet on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl and Mahomes to win MVP every year. I never do, but that those both would have hit last year and might yeah. again this year. So, uh, all right, AFC playoffs. Might I give you my seven teams? Now, the rule is every year a half of the playoff teams are new. We know this, yet it is tough to do so. So yeah. I made an honest attempt to pick seven new teams and seven old teams. And however, I ended up with eight new, eight old and six new, which I still feel like is super brave of me. Be- nice work. What? Thank you. Between both? Yeah, between both the oh, NFC total. and the AFC. So I kept the top three in the AFC from last year, the Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs. Couldn't stride, stride away. And I kept my precious Jags. Those are the ones I kept over. So I have the, the Bills one seed at 13 and four. The Chiefs two seed at twelve and five. The Bengals the three seed at eleven and six, and the Titans the four seed at ten and seven. Now the wild card is impossible in the AFC. I went the Steelers at the five seed eleven and six. Give me all the Kenny Pickett baby. I got the Jets at six at ten and seven. Maybe they sneak in with Rodgers, and they have the Jags at the seven seed at ten and seven as well. No Ravens. No Ravens. I was trying to really trying to pick new teams. And in my I would like to pick the Ravens, but I couldn't stomach it. Otherwise, I have all the same teams as last year. Right. I mean, it makes sense. The wild card's impossible in the AFC. You got the Steelers, Jets, Jags, Ravens, Chargers, Miami, if you don't pick them to win their division. I mean, that's six teams that all think they're going to make the playoffs, and three of them are not going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bloodbath out there. What do you guys have? What do you have, Seth? I mean, my initial instinct, which is obviously what I'm going off of because I don't prepare for the podcast. You don't have a second instinct. Yeah. They call them basic (laughs) instinct. Well, my second instinct is kicking in right now as I'm talking about it. (laughs) Uh, Would be Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Miami. Or Baltimore Chargers, Miami. So that's you're, you're you're keeping the Jags as your fourth team because you're kicking the Titans out, right? So you have Bengals, Chiefs, Bills, and Jags. Right, right. I think obviously with with the Dolphins, so much just rides on Tua's health, and I feel like if he can stay healthy all season and avoid concussions, they'll definitely be in the playoffs. Um, we talked about Baltimore fairly extensively already. With their change in offense, I believe in that. I think they're going to be really good. And then after that, I feel like it's kind of a toss-up between Chargers, Pittsburgh, who's just always solid, 
you know, so you know, if you pick the Chargers, you have the exact seven teams that made the playoffs last year. Exactly, which we know that's not going to (laughs) happen. Unless all NFC teams are new. Give me that would still get our average. Right. Give me Baltimore, uh, Miami, and the Jets. Wow, one new team. So we give them a slow clap. And it's Aaron Rodgers, no less, who he hates. I think the Jets will make the playoffs. I'd be I mean, it would be reasonable to say a team with one of the best defenses in the league adding uh, Aaron Rodgers over the worst quarterback in the league would make the playoffs. But they are the Jets, so they have that going. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. (laughs) Kyle, who you got? Working my way down. Buffalo, Baltimore, Jacksonville, the Chargers, wild card, Chiefs. Jets. That sounds disgusting to say. Wild card, <laughs> Chiefs, Bengals, Jets. You have in there too. Yeah. Okay, so you have a one new team too with the Jets. Yeah, it was tough between them and Miami, to be honest. I just worry about Tua. You know, although Mike White's there now and. He was bad, but better than Jack Wilson. So, I mean. <laughs> All right. Let's hit the NFC where things are bleaker for most teams, I will say. Uh, the quarterbacks aren't as good. The players aren't as good. It's just bad vibes only in the NFC. Let's start with the NFC true. East. It's true at all. Let's start with the NFC I don't East. think the vibes are bad. I think it's not as good. Of vibes it. are as high as they've ever been in yeah. the NFC. I'm just saying that. The AFC is a better conference than the NFC this year. Is that wild to say? I mean, who's really going to be bad in the AFC that you're, like, sure of? Definitely, you would say maybe the Texans and the Colts. Denver. I think Denver is going to be much improved. I have them at 8 and 9. But once Mm -hmm. again, I didn't match up any of the games, so who knows? New England, (laughs) Houston, Indy, probably Vegas, probably Denver. That's five teams, five or six. You look at the NFC. I guess we'll go over it, but I see a lot, a lot worse teams. And you just think about the quarterbacks, right? Carolina, Arizona. Let's go through Rams. the top sixteen quarterbacks. Like Honestly, I think there's less teams <laughs> in the <laughs> NFC. <laughs> I gotta tell you, you think about the quarterbacks, right? All the best ones are in the AFC, or most of them are, right? You got Justin Herbert, the Berber. You have Josh Allen. You have Joe Burrow. You have Patrick Mahomes. Those are what top five quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson. Okay. Jared Lawrence, right? What does this but, have to do with your argument? Who would you put at Jared the top Goff? 10, who would you put in the top ten quarterbacks in the NFC besides Jalen Hurts? Well, that's only one, so I would need nine more to get to the top ten. <laughs> no, I mean like all the top ten quarterbacks are in the AFC except for Jalen Hurts. Mm. Unless you would like to make a case for Kirk Cousins, which Seth would love to hear. I'll pass. <laughs> I guess Dak, maybe you might say. Justin Fields. <laughs> are you are getting, I I could see six to seven of the top ten coming from the AFC. How are you getting the nine or ten? We got to go through it. I love when we do this. <laughs> okay, so you got Mahomes, right? I'm writing this down. You got Burrow. Yeah. You got Herbert. You mm-hmm. got Hurts. Let's say those are the top four. Okay. One of them's in the AFC, as we know. His name is. Okay. Jim yeah. Hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. 
Okay. Sure. Lamar Jackson. I'll allow it. Yeah. Now, where do we go next? Josh Allen. I forgot Josh Allen. Sorry. He should have been with the top five. That's my bad. AFC. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm at seven. Silence. I'm, <laughs> I'm at seven, and I have one NFC so far. Aaron right, Rodgers, do you dare or no? Probably. I mean, for real-life quarterback, probably Aaron Rodgers should be next. I would think so. Okay, I have him. Once yeah. again, we're at eight. We have one NFC quarterback. Right, so that's why I said I said six or seven. I could see, but I don't know where you're getting nine or ten. <laughs> Uh, so I so guess yeah, maybe the Dak next is one. So seven. No, Dak. Well, Dak, Dak and Kirk Cousins are the same player, so it doesn't matter which one we put. That's first. not that's true not at true. all. I mean, statistically, yes, but as far as the impact that they have on people's souls, also, Dak yes. is far superior. <laughs> I think it's Dak and Gino before Kirk. Really? Yeah, I don't disagree, me, and you'll Gino find Smith out why. Over later. Um. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to go to Sean probably, right? And Tua could be in there. He could be. It's a it's a strong majority of quarterbacks that we have faith that reside in the AFC. You can at least give me that, can't you, Kyle? Yeah, but you said it was almost besides Hertz. I don't know. If I go right. Tua and Very then Dak, it's eight out of ten are in the AFC. Sure. Tua anyway. does look like he's learned how to fall. So, I mean, that just catapults him up my rankings, honestly. He's learned how to fall in judo, but has he learned how to fall? Have you not seen sacked? Have you not seen the highlights? The highlights I have of seen his them. sacks? I am dubious that this, that this will translate to football games. I think this is could be uh, one of the biggest revelations. I've never heard any other players do this. <laughs> I guess I've never heard of players also having a problem with not knowing how to get sacked. <laughs> yeah, I really... But I think we're going to start seeing an uptick in judo classes across the quarterback landscape. That's the first time that sentence has ever been said. I can almost <laughs> guarantee it. All right. Let's hit the NFC, shall we? We got distracted there. Speaking of uh, Jalen Hurts, I have his Philadelphia Eagles winning the NFC East. Yeah, I don't think there's um, much to talk about there. <laughs> well, I think Dallas is not far behind. But, you know, Hurts just gets better every year. I think there's no reason to expect that he won't again this year. Um, they're just – they're building the Georgia Bulldogs on defense. That's always a good strategy. And um, I really love what they're doing with the running backs here. They got Rashad Penny, DeAndre Swift, Kennedy Gainwell, just rotating him in and out, all have their different strengths. Rashad Penny is the best running back in the league, essentially. He's just never – he's never healthy. But when he plays, he averages like seven yards a carry. So, Yeah, one every seven games. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's all they need, though. They have the best offensive line in the league. Throw anyone back there. Um, now, there has not been an NFC East champion repeat since I think, like, when the Big Bang was a twinkle in his mother's eye. Like, it's been, like, at least, I don't know, 25 years. This has got to be the year, right, Kyle? Yeah, yeah, we're repeating. I mean, obviously, we were all in on the Eagles last year. No reason Same reasons as this year. Except, I mean, they had the easiest strength of schedule last year. I hear a lot of people saying, like, whoa, they're going to be in some closer games this year. They got a heart. They still have the 10th easiest schedule in the league. Like, it's not like it's something crazy, especially with that defense. Especially with, you know, I think Devonta Smith takes a step up again this year. He might 
surpass A.J. Brown, at least in terms of targets and production, maybe not like big plays, but targets and production, I think he could surpass A.J. Brown this year as the true one. Are you starting to think that they are better than Jamar Chase and T. Higgins? Because I am. I I guess a tandem. I know Jamar is the best out of those four. Yeah. They're two or three, for sure. Yeah. Their cumulative skill set, I think it's probably the Eagles receivers by a hair. What what length hair? Like, are we talking the one on your head or the one on my like head? Like the hair of a German short hair pointer. <laughs> oh, wow. That's very, very small. Mm-hmm. All right, Seth, are you picking the Eagles or what? Yeah, I I hear what you're talking about, and I can feel myself, like, giving into the recency bias of just thinking what happened last year is going to continue but i would be shocked if it didn't so what else do i have to go on incredible i think you just agreed with us (laughs) i think so it was hard to tell uh let's go to the everyone's favorite division the nfc north of whom host teams that we covet uh I got to tell you, I have everyone in this division between eight and nine and ten and seven. We got a bunch of, but no a bunch of good, not great teams in this no division way. here. Um, the Vikings, Seth's precious Minnesota Vikings, were nine and zero one score games last year. That's not happening again. They were thirteen and four. Ten and zero this re- year, baby. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely going to regress, but could they go nine and eight, ten and seven? I think it's reasonable. Uh, the Lions are the darlings of the NFL hipsters. High, However, high, high expectations. I will point out that they were 32nd in defense last year, and there's only 32 teams. So I'm not sure if we should be concerned about that, like maybe a little bit. Um, the Packers are starting Jordan Love instead of Aaron Rodgers. Could be an upgrade. People are talking. Who knows? Could um, be an upgrade to one of to a which first people are Hall talking Famer. about. <laughs> not me. And the Bears, your Chicago Bears, went one and six in one score games last year. So we should be I see a massive improvement. I'm I'm thinking eight and nine for our boys this year. I really think we can, led we the can league gain last five wins. year in points off of the first drive. Is that what it is? The right the stat. I'm sure you've all seen it, all heard it. Everyone's talking about it. First time I've seen it to be honest. Script, or heard really? It. Well, I can't they see it, but led the league last year in um, uh, touchdowns off of first drives. Nice. Scripted plays, gets the offense. Should yeah. I just make my case for the Bears now? Do you want them to? You want to make a case? I have it. I have it. I don't even have it penciled in. <laughs> the pen. It's penned in. Not even Sharpie. Oh my god! He pulled out a Sharpie <laughs> so quickly. <laughs> Kyle, are we about to do a uh, better record Vikings or Bears bet for the year? We could do it. I want it. I mean, stopping us <laughs> yeah uh hit the dms um we're right, all we're right here, out here. <laughs> all right said put down 20 bucks that the vikings have a better record than the bears we'll each put in 10 if we tie we give all our money to matt all right deal <laughs> love it all right i got it in um i'm in there so anyways defense ass last year Really Made bad. some upgrades, all right? Mm. I'm not expecting us to be a top five, top ten. Maybe even not even average, maybe not 16, but around there. That's all we need. Justin Fields put on one of the greatest displays of athleticism 
from a quarterback last year with his. You legs. can't tell me he's not the fastest man alive. You can't tell me that because I know he is. I mean, he was not far away from breaking uh, some records rushing wise from the quarterback position, and he didn't even play every game. So I think there's being way too much talk about with, oh, well, Justin Fields is just a rushing quarterback. Justin Fields didn't get drafted out of Ohio State because of his running ability. I'm not sure people are remembering this. He was one of the most accurate passers in college while he was there. He was one of the most accurate passers in high school before college. He has the skills. He's had ass players, ass systems, ass coaches up until last year. It's just ass, ass, ass. I mean, he's just been the ass man in the NFL, but this year, yes, man. Uh, this year we're back. We're all in. Yeah. Uh, all gas, no brakes on the Bears. DJ Moore. You know, you keep hearing a lot of people saying, too, well, DJ Moore is not as good as AJ Brown. DJ Moore is not as good as Stefan Diggs. You know, I feel like I feel like this is the intro to the Chief Keith video that Rashid uh, recorded. <laughs> Rashid Shabazz, <laughs> shout out. Um, and I might do one before the Bears season starts. In <laughs> you, the you need to, do, apparently. <laughs> I'll go viral. Um, but, I mean, he's been one of those players that's produced, DJ Moore, that is, with uh, – some of the most atrocious quarterbacks in the NFL over the last couple of years. <laughs> um, his yards after the catch ability again is I think in the top upper tiers of NFL players. Um, there's reports of Chase Claypool taking leaps into understanding and learning the offense and being healthy. Uh, we saw what Claypool could do in the NFL just in his rookie year, he had an incredible year. Obviously had some regression the next year. Um, but the skills are there. He's shown that ability. You got Mooney. You got Komet, I think, who showed out a little He's bit. He's named every single player on the I'm going to go thing. through the entire team. I'm just telling <laughs> you, all gas, great. no breaks on the Bears. We're winning the division. We're shocking the world, baby. Uh, Listen, I do think we'll we'll – will definitely improve greatly. Um, I am still worried about our defense. I think our offense will be very good. Um, we did add admins and TJ Edwards and the linebackers and Dexter Lawrence for pass rush, but I worry that our defense will still struggle. But I have, I mean, I have a fourth at eight and nine, so not too terrible. Um, like you said, DJ Moore is, his receiving guards over his career are already more than any player in Bears history. So, can't be a downgrade, certainly. Um, so, yeah, I think we'll improve, but I unfortunately have Seth Vikings winning this division, dare I say. I mean, listen, they're going to regress. Could they, I mean, are they going to regress to 6 and 10? I mean, could they regress to, to, to 9 and 8, 10 and 7? You betcha, you know? It's like in the other guys when he's like, you know, we're gonna create breathing apparatuses as tuna. <laughs> can we can we breathe for a day? No, but an hour, hour forty five. You betcha. <laughs> it's like where are you going with this analogy right now? <laughs> Just tell me when the Vikings are going with the division, Seth. I mean, we saw it last year, and yeah, you can say oh, it was all luck and variance, and it'll regress to the mean with how we won every one score game, or you could just say 
the Vikings like to entertain the fans. They like to keep it close. We don't want any blowouts. We're the most exciting show during football season that exists. And, but we know once it comes down to it in the regular season, we'll pull it off. Uh, we we lost Adam Thielen. I think it was time for him to to go. He was on his last legs. R.I.P. We replaced him. I mean, he's still alive as far as I know. Unless Not Sam's for long him. if I have anything to do with it. Um, <laughs> we replaced him with one of the best rookie wide receivers, Jordan Addison. So I think, if anything, that's an upgrade. Uh, Jefferson, already the best wide receiver in the league, only getting better. We just signed Hawkinson to the, the highest paid tight end contract in the league right now. And is ever. he paid more than any running back in the NFL currently? I think he is, right? Is that what I read? Gotta be, right? He's at 17 a year, so just thought I'd toss it out there. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> um so I think our offense will be good, as good as one could be with Kirk Cousins at the helm. Uh so yeah, I think there'll probably be some regression, but we were head and shoulders above everyone else in this division last year. And I'm just going to believe it when I see it when it comes to the Bears because Lord knows we can't trust Kyle's opinion. Um, so the only biggest, team I'm really worried about is the Lions. I was going to say, I think your your biggest worry should be the Lions. but Whose biggest worry? Seth. But once again, the they Bears. were 32nd in defense. So, uh, Seth, how do you feel about the fact that this might be your last year with Kirk Cousins? Because it's the last year of his deal, and they didn't do anything to reopen. You know, it's kind of like in a movie or TV show where somebody's like imprisoned or trapped somewhere for like the bulk of the movie. And then towards the end, there's like something that shows there might be some hope to get out and escape. Like the Tom but Hanks like, movie Terminal. <laughs> exactly. But you don't want to be like, you don't want to get too excited too early because you're afraid if you get excited, then it'll jinx it and you'll be stuck there for longer. That's how I feel right now. I feel like if I start celebrating now and I'm like, yes, last year, Kirk Cousins, next year, we're going to start fresh with somebody new. Then as soon as I start thinking that, it'll be like, oh, Kirk Cousins, contract extension, two more years. So... Or you get Kyler Murray. <laughs> Ooh. I prefer Kyler Murray. I said it. It's not that hot of a take. Certainly better leader than Kirk Cousins, despite only playing Modern Is Warfare he? most of his yeah, off time. I was going to say. <laughs> uh, all right, NFC South. Boy, this division kind of sucks, huh? Um, two teams. I'm going to go with the Saints. The flip of the coin. Yeah. I have. A, I actually have the Saints going 12 and 5 because they're the easiest schedule in the league. And I feel like I'm I'm maybe I'm a Derek Carr guy, dare I say? He's just such a big upgrade over Andy Dalton. And I love the weapons there with with Chris Olave. He's a freaking stud. And Kyle and I have all have long been high on Jawan Johnson and his raw athleticism. Uh you tried so to convince gonna... me to drop him from our team today. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm picking the Saints. I, I feel like the Falcons are right on their heels, but I'm just kind of unsure about Desmond Ritter. What about you, Seth? Who are you taking? I want to hear Kyle's first. Wow. 
Yeah, I'm um, also rolling with the uh, the Saints here. Um, I just I think as much as I hate him, Derek Carr is an upgrade to what that quarterback situation was last year. Um, I think Chris Olave takes the next kind of leap. Um, I could see him kind of pushing to join. I assume we all think that Garrett Wilson is kind of on that second tier uh, of players that would have or that tier of players that has the opportunity to kind of vault into that Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase tier at some point in their careers in the next couple of years, if all breaks right. And I think Olave takes the, the leap yeah. into that, that tier. I think Olave is right below, there. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Just below Jefferson and Chase is what I'm trying to say, but um, right. Juwan. You named him. We love him. Great guy. Uh, he's like a brother to Derek Carr, he said. Actually, he told his brother David Carr that he's like a third brother to them. <laughs> Need I say more? Um, the other thing is, uh, I'm trying to pull it up here. Their start, the, the first six games that they have of the season, they go Titans, Panthers, Packers, Bucks, Pats, Texans. Hey, no. The cakewalk. I don't know how many games you listed, but hey, no. Now, it does worry me. I listed Kyle, six, my like I worry, said, I did. <laughs> my biggest worry is that Dennis Allen's career record record is uh, 15 and 38. <laughs> That's yeah, almost three times as many losses as wins. There's been injuries in there, though, you know? You're muted. Did, um, you, did you say he Dennis Allen's been injured? <laughs> <laughs> he may have been as well. That's my biggest qualm. But in a division like this, in a moment like this, I'm fine with it. Seth, just are you going to zag? Were you waiting to hear Kyle so you could zag? I was, yeah. Give me Atlanta, baby. Yeah. I don't have to do it. Yeah, Five I like it. fly. I'll uh... – <clears throat> it's one of those, like, kind of the – I want the – the devil I don't know in this case where I'm going to take Desmond Ritter more of an unknown commodity rather than the known ceiling of Dave, of Derek Carr. And you guys were talking about New Orleans schedule. Well, Atlanta schedule also is very similar. It's like Carolina, Green Bay, Detroit, Jacksonville, Houston, Washington, Tampa Bay, Tennessee, Minnesota, Arizona, New Orleans. So None of those teams really are going to scare you except the Vikings, who are obviously the most intimidating team in the league. Guaranteed <laughs> loss there. And like maybe Jacksonville, Detroit. It's like maybe three losses in their first 10 weeks. Um and with all the with all the young wide receivers, including Chris Olave for the Saints that are receiving a lot of hype, I feel like people are sleeping on Drake London a little bit. Maybe it's sleeping on him. I love Drake. Game. I'm really more so concerned with Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Abilities, which not Drake Lemons. Yeah. Drake's production for sure. And then obviously, like, we don't think running backs in general make a big difference on wins, but Bijan Robinson is, we've seen how successful rookie running backs can be. So I think he'll at least help out the offense and maybe take some pressure off of Ritter. So rookie running backs drafted in the top 12 can be. Yeah. yeah. He is him as well. I've heard. 
Mm. Um, He's got his own uh, mustard as well. If you're looking to Bijan mustard, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, is Have that right? Yeah, I swear what? to God, he sells it. Yeah. All right, I need it is that his on own my mustard. Within three We're to gonna four send days. their stock price soaring right now. Yeah, that could be our no first free sponsor. Ads. No. Uh, all right, last division, the NFC West. May I wax poetic for a few moments here? I know who you're going with. It's I'm called, big on the Seahawks this year. It's baby. called Bijan Mustardson. <laughs> <laughs> Someone hit up Bijan, see if you can sponsor this pod. Uh, I'm going to see, I'm big on the Seahawks this year. In fact, I had them at 13 and four, best record in the league. Um, wow. First of all, 13 and four is the best record in the league for you, huh? I might push them out to 14 and three when, when the moment's right. <laughs> I Geno Smith is no fluke. They, the thing is, he didn't write them back. He never did. He never will. And they have they drafted uh, my boy Witherspoon, who is great without a spoon as well from from Illinois, <laughs> to join Tariq Willen. Did you know? Okay, so Tariq Willen was like the he was like the cornerback sensation last year, right? And apparently, his coach said coming into training camp last year, he couldn't catch a cold if he was in Alaska. <laughs> Yet he came out of the season with six interceptions. So. I guess he learned how to catch a cold. Uh, Jamal Adams is back. People aren't even talking about that. They have the best home court advantage in the league. And I got to tell you, those rookie tackles last year were pretty nice, and they're just going to get better. I don't know, man. I've been radicalized. I, I, the, the Seahawks are – they're they can't never, be stopped. I never once thought that I'd be cheering for a fucking Pete Carroll team. Dude, but Pete here Carroll's I am. The best coach in the, I didn't even mention that. Pete Carroll's the best coach in the league. He certainly goes to the Carol's a gum. piece of shit, and he can get the fuck out of here with that gum. <laughs> but thing is, I love his collection of players. Yes, right? The thing is, like, it's between them and the Niners, right, Kyle? And the Niners don't just win 10 games every year. I mean, in 2018, they won four. In 2020, they won with six. Kyle Shanahan's record is 52-46, and 46, which is barely better than Dennis Allen's. So I'm just supposed to pencil them in every year? Seahawks, baby. Fly, Eagles, fly. I'm with you. You didn't even mention that they got one of the best wide receiver prospects over JSN, the last couple of years baby. in Jackson Smith and Jigwa, who outproduced the likes of Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave while they all played together at Ohio State. I mean, add that on top of Lockett, Metcalf, who had an abysmal year converting catches into touchdowns, which should regress somewhat to a mean. Uh, Kenneth Walker was one of the best, I want to say, big play running backs last year. And then on top of that, they added uh, Zach Charbonnet, who could work as a third down back, but also has the size of someone that could play a three down role if necessary, if uh, the kind of injury, I think that Walker is kind of coming back from takes any... um, you know, flares up at all or anything like that. So, yeah, all in, all in Seahawks as well. Pray for the league, to be honest. Seth, just give us the case for anyone else. We won't hear it. I mean, it's interesting how the tables have turned on this podcast because <laughs> historically I'm the big Seahawks guy where I just pick, oh, Seahawks Vikings in the conference championship every year. That's uh, because they had Russ. Right. Obviously, that was mainly russ dependent um i still like the team though and i mean how can you not like gino so 
but yeah, I mean, say what you will about 49ers and maybe uh, Kyle Shannon is a little bit overhyped. That being said, when you look at their skill position, obviously somewhat of a large caveat with health, but having Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, like it's hard to argue with that in what we expect you know, even if it's a little bit overhyped, still probably the best offensive play caller and schemer that there is in the game. So I'm I'm not against the Seahawk dark horse pick, but I still feel like the 49ers should be the favorite to win the division. Now I, I will say dark horse pick. The Niners, first of all, Kyle, I'm so happy right now because we didn't talk about this at all before the podcast. I didn't know that you also were going to pick the Seahawks, and it just feels right. Second of all, I will say the Niners do have the best linebacker in the league, the best running back, maybe like the second or third best tight end, and the best left tackle. But it doesn't even matter because they're not going to win 10 games in the Seahawks going to win the division. Here's the thing. I think they're going to take more of a preserve our players for the playoffs than – let's run away with the division approach this year, considering they just announced earlier today that they're going to give McCaffrey more rest this year during the season, similar to how he was able to rest in some of his years in Carolina. Um, I mean, last year when Eli Mitchell was healthy, they split carries essentially. Well, yes, that was also kind of a farce though, because Mitchell's carries came in the second half of games where they were just completely blowing sure. out the other team. Sure. So right, it's it's easy to rest someone. The other thing is, is like we have a very small sample of Brock Purdy overperforming, especially. I'm nervous. Any type of expectations. Let me see it from the from the get go. Again, coming off of an injury that put him out last year. Who's to say? I mean, people have these expectations that that's just who he is after what six games. Right. Okay, but show me a full season. I'm not worried about that because he doesn't have to be all that much in that offense. He's got all the best weapons you could ever ask for, and a coach who sets up the offense. So you really just need to like be mediocre, and then you'll win twelve. How games. good was that offense when Trey Lance was in there? Well, Trey Lance with the same skill players, <clears throat> right? The, the question is, can he be as good as Jimmy G, you know, and he was last year, but can he be again? That's what we're questioning. I'm not trusting any quarterback that was drafted six rounds after Sebastian Janikowski. I'll tell you that much. Not a chance. <laughs> uh, speaking of the playoffs, which we weren't, uh, the Seahawks are my number one seed at 13 and four, 14 and three, you name it. I got the Eagles as my second seed, 13 and four. The Saints at 12 and five is my third seed. The Vikings at 10 and 7 is my fourth seed. You're welcome, Seth. I got the Cowboys at 12 and 5 as my fifth seed. The Lions at my sixth seed at 10 and 7. And the Falcons, my seventh seed at 10 and 7. So I do have three new teams because of my bravery, which is which is the Lions, the Falcons, and the Saints. And I kept from last year the Seahawks, Eagles, Vikings, and Cowboys. So Niners aren't even in the playoffs, huh? Not even making the playoffs. You heard it here first. No, that's kind of crazy. Nine and eight, <laughs> get out. Hey, they won four and six games within the last three years. So, I mean, what do you want me to say? They also have Christian there, right? McCaffrey. <laughs> Their team's no. a lot different than it was three years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm just telling you, I see it. I see it as a possibility. Okay. Um, I didn't list them in order. I just went by division. Uh, Philadelphia, of course. Kings of the North. Your Minnesota. Chicago Bears. Bad <laughs> Bears. Uh, South, uh, New Orleans, as we all know. West, Seattle, as we just said. Wild card teams. Seth, don't worry. I got Minnesota making it. San Francisco, rounded out with Dallas. So your only new team is the Bears. Seems reasonable. I'm, I don't care about your stats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you it happens every year. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it ends up happening. Sam's always got some little mental gimmick that he goes through to figure out. It's not little. It happens every year. We average half new playoff teams. No, I'm, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying. And one of them's the Bears, baby. Let's go. Not according to you. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. So I will take. It sounds like basically we have all the same, mostly the same teams. Eagles. I'm taking Vikings and Lions from the north. I'll I'll go with Sam and go both New Orleans and Atlanta from the south. So that's five teams so far. And then Seattle and San Francisco. All right, it's interesting none of us picked the Packers, which, I mean, we all hate them, I guess, but they've kind of been the darlings of the wild card. I feel like a lot of people are, are picking them to make the playoffs. They're, I just don't know. Like, they're supposed to be built on their defense, and it was terrible last year. Yeah, I don't really know what they do well. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, MVP. Let's hit that. Kyle, you're going to like my pick. It might be the same as yours, to be honest. Tell me it's Geno Smith. No, but I'm intrigued. You have the Seahawks as the best record. If that happens, Geno Smith might win MVP. Can you guess right. who I have as MVP? Jalen Hurts. You're damn right, baby. Yeah, that's a fair one? second one, yeah. 11 to 1, it should be 1 to 1 because it's happening, <laughs> all right? Like I said earlier, this man gets better every year. What, we think he's just not going to get better again? I mean, and it's going to be a quarterback because this is a stupid award that's despicable in every way. And it's going to be a quarterback of a one or two seed. So Which I have four it's options. Geno Smith at 40 to 1. I'm betting that right now. I'm in my phone on DraftKings betting that right now. Along with Jalen Hurts. I think Hurts makes a lot of sense. Obviously, he nearly got it last year, if not for an injury. Obviously, you could just throw Mahomes in there. He's the best player, so why not? Yeah. Uh, if I'm I picking mean, a dark horse, I might throw in Tua. Mm. I think if he stays healthy... Miami could be a one or two seed and especially with the narrative of him kind of overcoming the concussions, like maybe that could, could carry him. Yeah. It's hard because since you know, it's a quarterback of a one or two seed, it's hard to imagine anyone, but Mahomes, Allen, Burrow and Hurts, Right. Yeah. Except for Geno Smith, obviously. Right. That's our boy. Um, also, they didn't outlaw they didn't outlaw the butt push where they like they can push the quarterback forward. So that's another easily ten rushing touchdowns for Hertz. Yeah, just lock it in ten just from that, and then add the <laughs> other ones that he's going to have on the exactly. ground. Exactly, have a historic season. Yeah, won a game. Um, all right. I want everyone to give me an over under they feel strongly about. 
a team that you really think is going to go over or under their win projection in Vegas? I'll go first. The Carolina Panthers under seven and a half wins. Lock it in. Mm. Step, I mean, I'm supposed to expect this team to win eight games. How could that even be possible? I mean, their offensive line is terrible. Bryce Young is like the same height as my mother. I don't know how he's supposed to even play football. What is he like? Five, four, five, two. I just don't see it happening. Nobody's even looking. <laughs> Nobody's even looking at me. I'm That's trying nice. to look up the lines. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you right now, I'll just continue waxing poetic about this. Um, I also have the Panthers for worst team in the league at 22 to one. I just, wow. I just don't really understand. You have the and Panthers. I also... It's the Cardinals. It's the Cardinals hands down worst team in the league. How is that even a question? I they... mean, they're obviously favored. I would like to pick someone with a little better odds, but yes, they're favored be great. because they're, they're just upright tanking. Agreed. However, you know how football is. A game goes here, a game goes there. They could end up with... I have them with starting wins. quarterback. They just traded for him <laughs> this week. What if what Kyler can... Murray comes back? They're not going to have him come back. You think he's going to come back after Model Morpher comes out? <laughs> <laughs> to a team that has zero wins? I mean, Sam, uh, you just agree they're tanking, so... I don't I know how like, you say like that and say maybe Kyler Murray will come one. back. I think they could all be in that three to four win range. Yeah. And they're twenty two to one in the Panther. The Cardinals are like plus four hundred or like plus three hundred. It's worth a gamble. That's why they call it gambling. I think Carolina's got a decent defense to keep them in the games. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I think they're going to be really bad. It's going to be the also, that would be great. It's going to be a runaway. It would be great for the Bears if the Panthers are bad. We had their first yeah, round pick. I think they're. Not a great team. I just think they're going to try to win games because they have incentive to. The Cardinals yeah. don't. I don't disagree. I was just trying to pick anyone else but the Cardinals because that's the obvious choice. Okay. Have you guys found it over under yet? While I've been trying to vamp and you've just been shitting on me for my worst team pick. It's a nice filibuster. <laughs> it wasn't fun for me. I hope you found something. <laughs> I mean, mine, I feel like, are just NFC North teams. Okay. Where obviously I'm gonna take the Vikings over. It's at eight point five wins. <laughs> it does seem low. That's what I'm saying. Like I know Which, they're gonna regress, yeah. but they could still regress three wins and still get the over easily. Four wins, they can get the over. Yeah. Um, and then I would take the under on both the Bears and the Packers at seven and a half. You need to leave this room and the Zoom right now. <laughs> Kyle, give me something I want to hear instead of what Seth just said. Uh, if you're not pounding the Saints over nine and a half at plus money, what are you doing? I have them at 12 and five, so they're going to agree more. That. You can adjust this line. Let's put them at. I don't know what the odds are for over 11 and a half, and I pound it right now. Plus 270. Oh my God. I'm putting Jesus. in my retirement papers tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Um, Let's go over worst team in the league. So you guys don't agree with the Panthers. You all think it's the Cardinals. I yeah. just, I was just trying to find anyone else. What they're outright they tanking. Kings? There's no what, point. In... What are they? I think they're like plus three hundred. It's like insane. Uh, I mean, you you didn't ask. What us am I looking for? What's the best bet, odds wise? So, I'm just trying to give our. Li- I'm trying to make our listeners money. I don't know what you guys are doing because we're making so much in money off this podcast. I have to 
we should really <laughs> just bet on the Arizona Cardinals exact wins. What oh interesting. What are there what is it for three? You can't even bet three? Oh, plus yeah, plus four fifty. Uh, do they win three games though? I think they can win three. Fewest wins. They're plus two twenty, dude. That is terrible value. It's essentially a lock, though. It's free money. I mean, I'm going to bet it. Don't get me wrong. I just wanted to th- think of something different. All right. Um, the best team. I already told you who it is. You swayed Seattle me. Seahawks. I won with Seattle as well. 22 to 1, dude. Yeah. And it's a lock. So yeah. You're not wrong. That it's, it should be 1 to 1, like Jalen Hurts. Uh, Seth? Best team? What do you think? Just regular season, correct? Yeah. Give me... It's one of those... I can't... I don't think the Cardinals were more than one game this year after looking at their schedule. (laughs) I can't imagine it being an AFC team because they're just all going to beat up on each other, you know? I know. I didn't have anyone in the AFC winning too many because they're just going to beat the hell out of each other, you know? That's almost like exactly what I just said. I was uh, texting. Give me the Niners. Oh. Should we make a bet? I'm Niners with that division. Yeah. Sure. 20 bucks to 10 again? Sure. Yeah, I'll book Pie it. Pie goes to Matt? Yeah. Great. Matt, it just stands to win Matt's 40 bucks be... from this podcast alone. <laughs> At the end of the season, Matt just finds himself with $80 out of nowhere. <laughs> How is there a tie, though? Someone has to win the division. Oh, I thought we were going most wins, but either oh. way. Let's go to Vision. We don't want Matt winning anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, would I share some player props I enjoy with you? And you, Yeah, I have one and it's a lock. Okay, great. Uh, Jalen Hurts over 22 and a half touchdowns. Easy. Passing, that is. He's going to have 22 and a half rushing, too, so you can lock that in. <laughs> uh, so his first year, he threw six. His second year, he threw 16. And last year, he threw 22. And he gets better every year. So what, he's not going to throw 23 this year? It's simple math, people. Over. Pound it. Now, I'll give you another one. Same number. Different quarterback. Under. Bryce Young. 22 and a half passing touchdowns. Under. This man can't see over a piece of paper. You think he's going to throw 22 and a half touchdowns? Think again. I feel like when I'm giving my most impassioned cases, they're both just texting. I mean... That was not great podcasting I just gave you. You're yeah, still that was talking? fantastic work. <laughs> I have a third one if you need me to filibuster more. I don't need you to. I just want to hear it, though. Justin Herbert, most passing yards, plus 650. Kellen Moore, more like more passing yards. Thank you. More is more. Um, you want to know probably the best value there is on the board right now? Is it not Carolina? Leader in receptions. Is Amon Ross St. Brown? Ooh, mm. how boy, what is that at right now? Plus eighteen hundred. What? Yeah, yeah. 18. I'm writing it down. Run. I'm calling my uh, I'm calling my bank right now to see if I can get my mortgage given back to me so I can put it on that. <laughs> I mean, we have Jameson Williams. That's out. Yeah. Or is it six games? Four games? Six games? Six games. Yeah. Six games. Uh, second of all, he's just a bust. He doesn't want to be here. 
Yeah, I mean, he's not an NFL receiver. Uh, he doesn't have what it takes. Um, <laughs> Amon what, Ross, our, what our boy Sam Laporta, though? Sneaky. Yeah, love, love Laporta. Love Great. it. But this offense loves to pass. We know yeah. it. Yeah. The whole world knows it. I know. Uh, Amon Ra saw 40 less targets than Justin Jefferson last year. Uh, only caught 20 less passes than him, though. Uh, I think he was up there, if not led the league almost for wide receivers in catch catch rate. Um, he's going to get peppered, peppered, peppered. targets. That's beautiful. They're going to high flying offense. I mean, it's all set up. The stars are aligned for this year. Amon I'm refinancing Ra. as we speak, so I can put more money on this. The sun god wants what the sun god wants. <laughs> All right, Seth, do you, did you scour the internet to find any precious player props for us? Okay, so this mysterious website that I was looking at, um, which is just some other random guy's favorite NFL player props, one of them is Deshaun Watson. Uh-huh. He's taking the over on 3,600 passing yards. And you're taking the under? I'll take the under. Great. You did so well finding a player prop. Thank you. I've uh, used Google before, so I thought <laughs> it might be a useful tool. It's time for what everyone in the podcasting world and the world at large has been waiting for. We're going to pick our Super Bowl teams and our Super Bowl winner. And what's crazy about it is none of these will be true, <laughs> given our history. <laughs> uh Seth, why don't you go first, then we'll hit Kyle, then me. I think that's really what the listeners want as far as order. Wow. I don't know if I should be flattered or offended, but I'm offended. (laughs) (laughs) But I know what I feel. (laughs) All right. So in the AFC, Kyle's going to take the Bengals, I feel like. Mm. Sam's going to take the Chiefs because why not always pick the Chiefs? Mm Mm-hmm. And I wish I was picking the Bengals. You wish I was oh. picking the Chiefs. Is it going to be the opposite? You never know. I'll, I'll take pick the Chiefs whoever you don't take. <laughs> you could just take who you think is going to be in the Super Bowl. You know, just give me the Bills. Great. This join the year. Oh, they got to break through eventually. You know, mm-hmm. give me the Bills, and then in a shocking upset, the, the Vikings. Vikings might lose in the playoffs. <laughs> What? And that would and only by the be playoffs, two. he means the championship. The, <laughs> Bowl. the last leg of the playoffs, they will lose. <laughs> so, I mean, at this point, I feel like I have to double down on the Niners. Wow. Bills Niners Super Bowl. Not a true Vikings fan. People are talking. I'm trying to reverse jinx kind of thing. What my regular strategy hasn't worked for the of last 100 years of the franchise. So. <laughs> All right, Kyle, what you got? You, so you got Bills in the AFC? I got Bills in the AFC. Um, and for as much as we love Seattle, I'm taking Jalen Hurts to run it back. And unfortunately, as much as we'd love to see Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs, and Josh Allen finally do the damn thing. Uh, it's Hurts and Brown and Smith and Goddard's here. 
So you I got Philly Eagles, to win it all. Fly Eagles Bills. fly. Yeah. Fly Eagles fly. Seth, are you picking who are you picking to win your matchup? I forgot to ask. I'll take Bills. Both have the Bills winning the Super Bowl, huh? I just said I took Philly. Are you listening? <laughs> uh, I'm taking the Bengals. Someone had to fill the void. Yep. Um, I do take, pick the Chiefs every year, but I didn't want to be a chalk donkey. As some have accused Seth of being in March Madness. And it's the Bengals over the Seahawks. Go Hawks, go. It's a hard label to shed, but I'm proud of you. Thank you. No one can call me Chalk Donkey now. I wonder what odds you can get for Bengals over Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Mm. Got to be pretty good, right? Yeah. And yet, totally reasonable. I can see it. Thank you. All right. Well, we did it. How's everyone feeling? Great for no preparation. Um, (laughs) What are you going to do? Oh, here, I found odds. You guys want to hear the odds for yours? So, Kyle, you have the or Kyle, you have the Eagles to beat the Bills? Yeah. 45 to 1. Pound it. Yeah. Seth, you have the Niners to lose to the Bills? Yeah. Correct? 60 to 1. My God. Pound it. <laughs> I have the Bengals to beat the Seahawks. Right? I think it's going to be on here, actually. Cincinnati Bagels to beat the Seattle Seahawks, 120 to 1. Pound. Pound. That. Shit. And we can all move to Cancun, baby. I meant to say the other one with a C that's more desirable. Cabo? I almost said Kuntapana. It's <laughs> Punta Cana. <laughs> all right. Well, I'd say that was a smash for our first pot of the year, boys. Anything, anything else we'd like to say to our listeners on the way out? It's nowhere near our first pot of the year. We've been doing this all year. We just took a hiatus. <laughs> but yeah, on how it you feels good to be back. Feels great. It's like dipping back into an ice bath after a long game. Have you ever bathed been in an in ice bath, bath of ice? or played a game? No. Or had a long day? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me, we all have the same length of days. Right. Always have, hours. always will. And I put my socks on the same way anyone else does. Two at a time. Naked? (laughs) I was about to say that. Someone end this recording right now, I swear to God. (laughs) 